Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host. And on this episode, on today's episode, we're going to do things a little bit different. I sat down with Allison and Steve Sheridan, and we spoke a little bit about an unfortunate incident where an Apple engineer, unfortunately, uh, lost his life while he was in his 2017 Model X. That gentleman's name was Walter Wong. And his family is currently suing Tesla over his death. Now, one of the things that I don't know if I explained well enough in in my introduction um, that you'll hear later is that Tesla's lawyers are claiming that Elon doesn't need to testify in this case because any information that Walter Huang received when he was alive over autopilot and its capabilities could have been deep fakes. And we'll go into what a deep fake is later. And they're arguing that because these deep fakes could have existed in 2018, that the information Mr. Huang received could have been false based on deep fakes. All right. And one more thing before I welcome in Steve and Allison, I'm going to play you a clip from the 2016 Code Conference with Kara Swisher and Walt Mossberg. So let's go ahead and listen to that clip. Hi, I'm G2 Patel from Box. Uh, Two-part question for you. One is, um, if you think about fully autonomous vehicles, um, which have passed through regulatory approvals, have passed through in-city driving and traffic conditions, how far do you think from a time frame perspective we are for that hap- that becoming reality? And number two would be the second part of that question is how far before, how long before you think it's either illegal or extremely prohibitively expensive for humans to drive on the road? Well, I I mean, I think, I mean, I really would consider autonomous driving to be basically a solved problem. Um, Even in cities like Beijing and. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it is. Uh, the there's really only one um area where it's like a little dodgy and that's basically if you're at roughly the 30 30 to 40 miles an hour um in 
in urban environments, which is that's difficult to achieve in Beijing. Um, it's like heavy traffic. Uh, in, 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 in dense traffic situations, autonomy is really easy because um, you can just maintain a set distance from various cars. It's actually quite quite easy. Um, you're un- very unlikely to dr- to run anyone over. You're just not moving fast enough, and you can brake in time. Um, on highways, particularly highways that are um, that that have barriers, so that you you don't have pedestrians, that's also relatively easy. And uh, like a Model S and Model X at this point uh, can drive autonomously with greater safety than a person yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, my, my point is, when does it get to be where you don't need to be sitting behind a vehicle and it actually, uh, the way that society starts expecting this is, I can have my 75-year-old mother who doesn't speak any English or doesn't drive um, be able to be transported from point A to point B by just sitting in a car by herself and being taken. I know it's technically possible, but how far do you think the regulatory approvals are for that happening? I, I think we're basically... Um, Less than two years away from complete autonomy. Wow. wow. Complete. Safer than a human. Um, however, regulators will take, um, I think, at least another year, at least another year, and because it's going to depend on which, what part of the world you're in, um, because they will want to see billions of miles of data to show that it is statistically true that there is a substantial improvement in safety if something's autonomous versus not autonomous. I don't think that regulators will accept something that's close to, that's, that's, that's sort of approximately as good as a person. I think they'll have to be at least twice as good as a person, maybe five or ten times um, you know, better in terms of uh, safety. Um, and, and, and that will have to, be, have to be a statistically relevant data set. So like billions of miles over widely differing uh, roads and, and situations. Um, so, yeah, you know, so I think it's like probably three years before it's re- from a regulatory standpoint, but less than two before it is uh, technically possible. And do you think there's a day when it's illegal to drive for humans or, um, you know? Well, I mean, we live in a democracy, so it's presumably that would be a function of the population deciding. Um, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not in favor of banning people from driving cars um like i'm in favor of freedom um and and not restricting what people do um yeah but maybe the requirements for a license will get more stringent i think that seems like maybe a good move you know so you have to demonstrate a higher level of skill to drive in order to be allowed to manually drive Okay, very last Thank question. You. This is the last make question. Make it a good one. Sorry, we, Elon's Elon go. has to go. Got to make it a great question. Uh, thinking about life on Mars again, how do you how do you think about cultural unification, systems of government, uh, rules of law, establishing those uh, very early on? Well, I think I was just declared king of Mars a moment ago. Yeah, um, I like so, that. Yeah, take it. Yeah, thank Run. you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so the the uh, I think most likely the form of government on Mars would be a direct democracy, um, not representative. So it would be people voting directly on on issues, um, and I think that's probably better because like the potential for corruption is substantially diminished in a direct versus a representative democracy. Um, so I think that's probably what will occur. Um, the, I, I think there's some 
I think I would recommend like some adjustment for the inertia of laws is would would be wise in that it should probably be easier to remove a law than create one. Um, I think you know this is I would just be like let's just I mean I think I think that's probably probably good because just laws laws are have infinite life unless they're taken away. Um, so I think. My recommendation would be like, like something like, let's say, 60% of people need to uh, vote in a law, but at any point, greater than 40% of people can remove it. Um, and any law should come with a sunset, with a built-in sunset provision. If it's not good enough to be voted back in, maybe it shouldn't be there. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, some things to point out. Allison and Steve did not get a chance to listen to this clip. When I tried to play it for them, I was not able to get it to go through anything except for my MacBook speaker. So that's that's on me. Uh, they still agreed to, to have this conversation. But what I wanted to do is with that clip that was in 2016 is kind of set the stage, right? In 2016, Elon was saying that autonomous driving is a solved problem. He He said that. And, you know, in 2023, it's not. So I'm not going to bash Elon and say that, you know, he didn't know what he was talking about. He probably thought it was a solved problem. The thing that bugs me about this is that Elon or Tesla's lawyers have argued that Elon does not need to testify in this situation or be deposed. I don't I There's probably a difference in what those things are. Um, in the law, which I'm not familiar with. I know Thomas is. But the thing that bugs me is Elon has said this over and over and over again, and it's not a fake. (laughs) Like the fact that he has said that full self-driving is coming a year away or, you know, uh, all of the promises that he's made in regards to full self-driving are things that he said and their lawyers are so desperate to I guess, wipe out all of the things that Elon has said in the past in in regards to full self-driving with, oh, well, you can't trust what you hear Elon say on the internet because it could be a deep fake. That that bothers me. So I'm not going to go through the whole thing here. Let's go ahead and welcome Allison and Steve to the show. Hey, Bodie. 
Hello, Bodie. How are you guys today? Doing just fine. I'm doing fine. <laughs> Excellent. Um, okay, so Steve, you shared an article with me, and I wanted to uh, take a moment to chat about it because I think. Oh well, let me let me let me start off with with the premise of the article, and then we'll we'll chat because mm-hmm. this kind of made me angry. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, so in 2018, Walter Huang was driving his 2017 Tesla Model X in autopilot mo- mode on Highway 101 in Northern California. His vehicle struck a concrete barrier. The vehicle then caught on fire, and sadly, uh, Walter Huang passed away. And that's really unfortunate. Days prior to the incident, he had sent a text message to family and friends that the autopilot had veered towards the same concrete barrier. And he told relatives that his car wanted to steer off the road several times in that same section of Highway 101. Now, recently, the National Highway Transportation Safety Board performed an investigation and discovered that the car was, in fact, in autopilot mode when the incident occurred. Um, So that's, you know, bad for Tesla. And unfortunately, Huang was also playing a strategy game, Three Kingdoms, on his iPhone moments before his death. So he's playing... He's playing a video game on his phone at a place that he knows that the car often goes the wrong way. Yes. Uh, Ill-advised to play video games on your phone at any point in time, uh, even if you know your car is going to be doing that. But really, yeah, if you know you're having problems in that area, it's probably not smart. So fast forward to today, Huang's family is suing Tesla, and Tesla lawyers argued that, that statements made by Elon Musk regarding the capabilities of autopilot cannot be trusted because they may be deep fakes. Tesla's lawyers claim that Musk, like many public figures, uh, they were subject to deep fake videos and audio recordings of them saying things or doing things that they never said. However, uh, the judge in this case has ordered Elon Musk to give a limited deposition about these statements and he also called tesla lawyer tesla's lawyers their argument deeply troubling so i get like i'm not in the business of of bashing people who passed away Uh, unfortunately he did something that was stupid and he did pass away there i don't think there's anybody's questioning that Uh, the fact that uh tesla the issue that i have is that tesla is claiming that Elon did not say that the car could drive itself and Huang must have watched one of these deep fake videos showing Elon saying something that he didn't say. And and so my first question, and Steve, if, if you want me to take this, I, I will, but what's a deep fake? Well, my impression is it's um, generally a video that is created of someone's appearance who and it's not actually them it's been uh, digitally inserted and uh, the voice and the video appear to be someone who it is not it's uh, just a digital recreation of that person right so uh, this in around 2018 there was a big problem with uh, people putting celebrities faces on like uh, porn stars for instance that there there was a problem at that time with that kind of behavior Mm-hmm. However, I don't know that Elon was deep faked all that much in 2018. Yeah, I don't recall that, but it could have happened. 
and now, so we're 2023. So this is, you know, five years from 2018. When I'm on TikTok, uh, one of the uh, For You pages that comes up quite often is President Biden sitting across from President Trump, and they are telling each other just really funny jokes. It's not <laughs> like either. One, that. It's obviously not either one of these two telling these jokes uh-huh. and they're insulting each other. They're, they're obviously not. It's not real. You can tell that it's fake. It doesn't really sound like either one of them. So even in, and even five years later, I don't think deep fakes are convincing. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I, I've just got so many conflicting views on this. Um, it, it's like they're things are coming together that are a little bit unrelated in my view. So number one is whether or not Elon has said this, I don't think is grounds for, um, personally, I I don't think that this is by itself grounds for, uh, winning a case for wrongful death or whatever the suit is, because in the fine print and in the legal documentation, Tesla makes it very clear how one should use autopilot and this driver was not using it in the way it was intended. Now I do have a problem with Elon making statements um, about what full self-driving and autopilot can do. And I think he has vastly oversold its capabilities, but I'm not sure that in itself is going to be enough for this suit to be successful by the Huang family. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't actually have a problem with Tesla defending themselves. I think, you know, they have to. They can't obviously yeah. roll over. Um, I do have a problem with them saying, well, you can't – there's so many deep fakes with Elon out there. You can't take what this guy says at all because it might not be true. And in reality, Elon deep fakes himself all the time. Like he says <laughs> all sorts of nonsense He does that he probably shouldn't say. Let, let me ask one question. Have Hasn't he said this – about when full self-driving will be real in earnings calls? Yeah, yeah. Um, Is he saying those are deep fakes? I don't know what their lawyers are saying, because Elon says it almost all the time that we'll have full self-driving by the end of the year. I guess he doesn't say now. He doesn't say it's here. That's true. He he does occasionally uh, do things that will, um, how do I say this? Uh, qualify that his statements, but he, I don't think he, like he really, I do, I do think that he really believes that we're almost too full self-driving, even though we're not, I think he really believes that. However, you know, uh, he says it so much and I don't think, and I don't know if you can blame Elon for this, or you have to blame the person who's listening to this. He says it so much. I, I think at some point in time after, you know, what is it, seven years of level when Hardware 2 came out and we still don't have full self-driving, you got to stop saying it and be more realistic about the expectations. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with that, that I don't know if this is the venue, the, the setting to um, cause Elon to change. And, and maybe this is, but um, it's almost as if there needs to be another action that reigns in Elon for his false statements. But whether they led to this crash to me is almost a separate issue. Um, and it's hard for me to, to make a, an unbiased assessment because I've got Elon so calibrated over the years of his misstatements that I take everything he says worth a grain of salt. Now you might have to ask, 
is that true with everybody? Maybe not everyone knows about Elon's background and his faults or misstatements. And from that perspective, do you have to give the uh, plaintiff the benefit of the doubt? Well, I I still go back to the fact that Tesla does make it clear how and when to use autopilot and how not to use it. Yeah, when when you bring it up, it tells you, right? I mean, when you agree to to even enable the feature. I mean, I'm going to assume so because I don't have a Tesla or full self-driving. So I will, I, from what I've seen, yes, from the, the documentation that I've read. Was he in the full self-driving beta? No, no this, this was, was before. Autopilot. So it's just autopilot and he was considering it full self-driving. In 2016, when they d- released hardware 2.0, Elon said, and I think they released it in like, I want to say it was like in November, right? It was, it wasn't, it was right before the end of the year. He said in 2017, there would be, the, the full self-driving would be real. Like it would not, uh, and I'm going to play a clip. Unfortunately, uh, the software we're using right now won't allow me to play it right now, but I'm going to play a clip at the beginning of the episode of Elon talking about this, of uh, him explaining how full self-driving is going to be um, real by the end of the year 2017. So I think there's a lot of over promises. Like I don't, I, I do, I do agree with you. This gentleman, it was an Apple engineer. He was not stupid. He was intelligent. He had enough money to buy a $80,000 or $90,000, whatever the model X was back then. Um, you know, he, he, he was a, a smart person who made a bad choice. Mm-hmm. I've brought this up before, but we have a a friend who has a uh, Model X and he was showing us uh, autopilot this a long time ago, more than five years ago, probably. And he took us out in his in his car and he he had it drive to the restaurant we were going to. And he continually showed us like, watch this, watch this. It's going to try to hit the concrete barrier as this as this Y opens up. But we're supposed to be staying to the left, but it doesn't know. And it's going to try to hit it. And he would show it to us. And then he, he showed it to us. And then he would yank it out, take control and and stop it from doing it. And this same guy told us that he bought the car because he was texting and driving. And he figured he'd be safer if the Tesla was driving when he was texting, texting and driving. That was like, the last trip we took with him. That's not the first time I've heard that. Well, I've probably told you the story before. No, no, it's not the first time I've heard people <laughs> say that. Like, I will go back to uh, my kid who's 27 now, but when they bought their Tesla, like, they are militant towards each other, her and uh, Brad. They both did it on the show before. They are militant towards each other if one of them is starting to, like, Brad won't even listen to the radio. He doesn't listen to podcasts. He doesn't listen to the radio when oh, he wow, drives. Wow. And uh, Sierra will she likes to listen to the podcast or the radio or an audiobook or whatever. So when she drives, she gets to control that that um, that uh, that space, right? When he drives, he gets to control his space. But if one of them looks like they're tired or if they look like they're staring off into space, they bring them back in. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the reason why I think they do this is because of their experience with full self driving because they're in the full self driving beta. And the weird things that the car does, I think that they have had enough experience, especially early on, where they are, um, they want to make sure that the other person knows what's going on just in case the car does something weird. Like, sure. 
That's good. That's great. Hits a parked uh, fire truck or something. Yeah. Our experience, and I think Allison will back me up, is that we feel less um, comfortable when full self-driving is enabled than we do when we're driving ourselves. Absolutely. It's stressful to let it drive. It's vastly different on the highway than the city street. City street, it's just, it's crazy time. I mean, I, I'm not. It's, it's a lot better than it was. And it is. I, I did I did a thing recently where I explained that I've said before in this show that full self-driving is like a student driver who's also drunk. It is no longer drunk. And uh, it's a good student driver now. It, I don't think it makes nearly as many mistakes and very, very few mistakes, actually. But it's disconcerting. It, it, it's still weird. It, it's hard it doesn't to do things you would do. And th- then you have to be on your guard all the time. That's what, why it's not relaxing. You are constantly having to observe, is this right? Is it doing what, what I feel comfortable well, it, with it it's doing? It's like your kid is a good student driver, but you're, you're not in the driver's seat. You, you know, you're putting you're putting your foot on the on the floor trying to break when it was going to break. It just wasn't going to break when you would have braked. And one of the examples I gave, and I think it's a perfect example of how it doesn't do what you would do when you're when you're driving on a a, a curve. You hug the inside of the curve, right? That's a normal way to drive. It doesn't. It takes the middle of the lane, and you feel like you're just sliding out, like it's going to go out of control. It doesn't, but it just doesn't feel right. It's it's. Uh, if anybody gets in that car and puts it in full self-driving and feels comfortable, they're not paying attention. I mean, that that's kind of scary. <laughs> now, you're basing this off of the latest 11.4. Is it 11.4 now? Right. You recently did something on your show, Allison, where you talked about how well this is doing. Yeah. It's a it's a lot better. It is it is a marked increase. All of the little updates were like, okay, that's adorable. <laughs> you fix that one little thing. Um, it no longer tries to run into the medians, but uh, when you're turning and there's a, a divided road, if you're turning left, it would try to drive over the median. If it's a physical median, it still drives over the painted ones, but it doesn't drive over the real ones anymore. And on the uh, highway, I'm seeing much much fewer phantom brake brake conditions where it'll break for no reason going 70 miles an hour or 55 or get scared of a shadow. Yeah. Or bridge yeah, not overpass. as much the shadow breaking. Um, and the other thing is it doesn't, it doesn't freak out like it used to. Um, it, it used to, if, if you've got, let's say you've just got it in autopilot even, and somebody turned in front of you and they're far enough away that clearly they are going to clear the intersection before you get there. It would actually let off a warning sound that would scare the pants off of you. And I, I drove it uh, recently on a drive in it, uh, in full self-driving in this version 11 and somebody jaywalked in front of me, but they were way ahead of me. And the car just gently kind of slowed down, waited for the idiot to finish crossing and then went and went back forward again. It was fine. That's excellent. You know, um, it's really funny because you guys were on for the Thanksgiving extravaganza that we didn't have last year, but you were on in 2021. And uh, Sierra, everybody was waiting for that FSD beta invite, right? And uh, when Brad and Sierra finally got theirs, it was like, we like were texting back and forth constantly, right? And uh, this time around, when the when I heard your review of it, Allison, I, I texted Sierra and I was like, did you guys get this yet? She was like, I don't, I don't think so. We're not really using it right now. Oh, interesting. So we invested in this, not because we thought it would be around the corner. 
but because we believe that humans should not be driving cars. And and I still stand by that. We are not we are not good at this. It, it, we're as good at driving cars as we are, are at picking random passwords and remembering them. We're bad at it. We don't pay attention. We play with the radio. We eat while we're doing it. We text. We talk on the phone. We reach around, smack the kids in the backseat. You know, we shouldn't be in charge. These are all things I do. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but it's, it's, we shouldn't be driving. We need to get to the point where we aren't. And that's why we invested in this is we wanted to help push the future forward. Yeah. And I think if, without speaking for them, I think that was their goal, right? Uh, Most of, more than anything was like, we're going to help make this better going forward. Also, they thought they would get FSD, I think. (laughs) Like (laughs) a real FSD. Certainly Uh, hoped. But, you know, even given what Allison said, um, when we bought it, it was, and we bought it outright. We didn't rent it or have the subscription. It was five or $6,000, I think. It's now 12000 if you F- outright. 15, what? 15. Okay. 15. So I would not buy it outright at that price. It, to me, that knowing what I know now, I, I just wouldn't do it. I, I might try the subscription model. And maybe Tesla's driving people towards that since this price is outrageous for FSD. They have a very low take rate, even in the subscription. And I don't, I mean, I, I, I don't, I talk about this all the time. People are tired of me blabbing about it. What'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) It just makes me so angry. Um, It is, it is not worth the amount of money that they are, are charging for it. However, let me ask you, Bodie, you ordered a Model Y recently. I did not get it. Yeah, I figured if I wanted it, um, I could pay the two hundred dollars at will. Yep. So okay. if we were going to California or something, and I wanted to try it out, well, if I was going to California by myself, I don't think my wife would would be down for too long if it was acting silly. But if I if I knew that the, it would go from point A to point B with my family in the car and not have any major issues, I think I I would rent it for a month or two. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, uh, I would not. That's what I recommend to friends. Yeah. I my high moral ground that I just said was based on five thousand. Actually I think it was even less for me, wasn't it, Steve? It might have been like maybe three? four. Like there was three I don't know, because you're one of the first ones, right? So three if you early, early. if you ordered early, I think you locked in your three for uh, full self driving, which I think three's fair. I think six is maybe pushing it, but I don't think anything over six is worth like you for $6,000, you get enhanced autopilot and you get almost everything that you get for with FFSD, Mm -hmm. excuse me, FSD, except for like one or two things for $6,000. Right. So I just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So to recap here, (laughs) FSD right now, Beta 11 or version 11 right now we're talking about a good student driver without the hurt feelings at the end of the drive. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yes. So um, as far as Mr. Huang, we're going to just say that was an unfortunate accident and a a poor judgment on his part. And And everyone else, don't do that. Yeah, please don't. Please don't. I see people like when you're in a fire truck, you can look down and see everything, which is uh, oftentimes weird and inappropriate. But uh, <laughs> the 
the amount of people that we see on their phone, like we'll honk at them and tell them to get off their phone. We see kids without their car seats on, we'll honk at them, tell them to put oh. the kid in the car seat. We usually get back something that is not very polite or friendly, but it's okay. We did our job. Okay. Uh, but as far as lo- Tesla's lawyers saying that uh, this, he can't testify in this case simply because uh, Walter Huang might have heard a deep fake of Elon saying that autopilot was good enough to be better, to drive better than a human. Where are we at on that? I don't know. Good luck to you. (laughs) Good luck. Right. Yeah. That one's hard to speak to. You know, I think he should be called to testify just because of all of his statements that are so far off the money. Uh, but does it have to do with this accident? I don't know. And so that's why I question whether this is the venue to have him testify. But he, he does need to rein it in uh, in terms of his statements and and how misleading they can be. Whether or not, you know, deep fake aside, I'm talking about his actual factual statements. This deep fake is almost a, a red herring because they're the actual video of him saying these things. So much it's video. It's not deep fake. <laughs> So much video. If I had more time, I'd put together a 20-minute deep cut of him <laughs> saying it different times. And yeah. I could easily do that. I just need more time. Um, I, I, I'm not going to be so timid. I'm going to say this argument of using him having deep fakes out there is nonsense. And the lawyers should be ashamed of themselves and cut off their own pinkies in, in <laughs> punishment for doing this. Like, that is, that's a stupid argument. There's probably other things. Just the by the fact that uh, the person was playing Three Kingdoms, that should be enough for them. They don't need to bring in uh, deep fakes when the deep fakes really weren't even that big of a deal at that time. Agreed. Yes. All right. Well, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> On that high note, <laughs> it's like uh, the the other day when when uh, Chris Ashley got me mad. Um, he didn't get me mad. Uh, something he posted when I watched it, I was like, "These people are morons." But actually, I got him back. I sent him for his barbecue barbecue and tech show. I sent him a a video of a guy making steaks in a toaster. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, man. Um, yeah, that would get Chris going. Yeah, let's let's plug. Let's give Chris a plug. I love Chris. He's yes. such a nice guy. So he does the SMR podcast and barbecue and tech. Which, uh, both fantastic shows. And I don't even eat beef or pork, and I enjoy listening to barbecue and tech. He does chicken sometimes. He does. I don't enjoy barbecue as a general rule. Yeah. Yeah. That's, he, he started with tofu a long time ago, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, We should mention he does uh, barbecue and tech with Rod Simmons, and he does SMR with Rod Simmons and Rob Dunwood. Yes. And you can hear Allison sometimes on the SMR podcast every now and then. Yeah, I'm going to need to get on. They were so wrong last week. I need to just get on and talk about everything wrong they said. (laughs) About what? About which one? Oh, it was it was all the stuff about uh, AI replacing people's jobs oh, and comparing AI being to, the uh, self checkout register. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing that <laughs> yeah. set me off. Yeah, yeah, anyway. it's good. It's a good podcast. I listened to it this morning, uh, so I, I I enjoy listening to those three fellas gab. Yep. Allison, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? You can find me at podfeet.com, and that's where all my podcasts are. And you can follow me on Mastodon at podfeet at chaos.social. And Steve, how about you? 
You can find me on Twitter and YouTube at SP Sheridan and on Mastodon at SP Sheridan at astrodon.social. And I'm going to put the links in the show notes for those as well, because I find Mastodon hard to find. Um, it's easy. It's easy. I know. Right. I know. I'll give you a lesson. Thank you very much. All right, folks. Thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on and chatting with me. Thanks for having us, Bodie. Bye. I want to thank Allison and Steve for coming on the show and being so generous with their time, because what you don't know is that we actually recorded three different segments today, because in June, I'm getting surgery on my leg, um, so I don't know what that's going to do for this show, so I wanted to have some things already pre-recorded, and then also leading up to June, I have a ton of stuff that I need to get done. Uh, so that when June happens, it will be a whole lot easier for me. So Allison and Steve so graciously came on, sat with me for about two hours, and we recorded three different segments. So I really appreciate it. It was very kind of them to do. So thank you, Allison and Steve, for doing that. All right, everybody, that is it for me today. If you want to email me, you can. It's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. You can also find me on Twitter at 918digital. You can find Allison at podfeet.com, and you can find Steve at youtube.com forward slash SP Sheridan. On next week's shows, we are either going to have the earnings call from Lucid Motors or Fisker Motors. Haven't decide, decided which, but it'll be one of the two. And then also we have Tesla's shareholders meeting. That'll be on Friday. And I'm kind of thinking of doing a Monday-Wednesday schedule, Monday-Wednesday-Friday schedule for the shows. So maybe we'll do some news on Monday. On Wednesday, we'll do earnings call, whether that's Fisker or Lucid. And on Friday, we'll do Tesla's shareholder meeting. It's kind of, I, I think that's how we're going to do it. Cause I, I hate going a week without doing news. All right, everybody, that is enough blabbering for me. I hope y'all have a great day and a happy Mother's Day weekend. Celebrate. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.